Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. How about something really exciting? New and excitingly different. That's a record. Enjoy the lift you get from the, the perfect blend of their new album. And they keep dropping, dropping. Coming up today on the show, we have brand new music from Teen Anger. We also have new music from the guy who wrote this song. That wasn't enough for you. In the Music Meltdown, we'll be breaking down some of the craziest, wildest, and weirdest music news stories of the week. My daughter's severely brainwashed to the point where she says anything that he asks her to say. From the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop. Here's Phil Shirakala. And another episode of The Album Drop is on the air. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. We begin our program today with a wonderful band out of Brampton, Ontario. They're called The Junction, and uh, they've been around uh, uh, the Canadian indie rock scene, uh, especially uh, in Toronto and area, uh, for about just over 15 years. Quite a long time. The new record is out now. It's called City Nights. Uh, and it took them quite a while to get it right, posting on Facebook uh, recently that uh, they, they worked on this record for almost five years. I, I would have to imagine that would be both uh, on and off. But it's hard to say for sure. What, 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 we, what we definitely have here is a fantastic collection of well-thought-out, well-crafted, fun and insightful music. Start with a song called Rock Bottom. It's brand new stuff from The Junction. And it's here on the album drop. It's hidden beside me when my time comes to an end. Will a hand come guide me if I don't end up making a list? Cause in the night I feel as though I've been left In the abyss 
The album dropped. To the album drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca.
Brand new stuff from The Junction here on the album drop. We just heard Night and Day. Reversing You was before that. Rock Bottom was the first one we played from City Nights, their new record available uh, on Spotify and Apple Music and iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, and of course their website, thejunction.ca. Really fantastic band. I've had the pleasure of seeing them many, many times. They're from Brampton, Ontario, which is just north of my hometown, Mississauga, Ontario. And uh, when I was growing up, uh, I had a chance to uh, see them play there many times with uh, a lot of the great local bands and uh, regional bands that toured through. It would uh, not be out of place to see them playing with, you know, Billy Talent or Ill Scarlet or Lexus on Fire, Death from Above, you know, bands like that. That's uh that's that's what Friday night shows in Mississauga were like, uh, back in the early two thousands. I guess what I'm saying is go out to uh local shows, support local bands and support touring bands passing through uh your hometown because you never know uh when they're gonna catch and when they're going to be a big deal, and you'll never be able to lose the memories you have of seeing them before everybody else did. This is the album drop, and I thank you very much for listening to our program. Episode number 321 is what you're listening to. Many of them are available online, on demand at any time, through our website, thealbumdrop.ca, and we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify. Uh, just type in the album drop into your uh, Google search there, and uh, you will find a way to connect with us. That, uh, that much, I can guarantee you. Uh, so we're going to go from uh, northwest of Toronto right to uh, pretty much right downtown. Uh, Teen Anchor, they have a new record, um, and they have a, a very trolltastic title for it, uh, Teenager. Uh, it's basically their name without uh, the second N. In fact, it's exactly what it is. The album is uh, fresh off the press, just came out uh, this week, and uh, what we see here is a band coming to terms with who they are and what they want their music to sound like. Uh, these cats have been around long enough to know, um, you know, their style, to know what they want out of their music. And five records in, I think it's safe to say that their sound is as strong as it ever has been. We're going to start with a song called Dawn. This is brand new music from Teen Anger. And it's here on the album drop. Thank you. 
the show? Then prove it. Go to Facebook.com slash The Album Drop and let the world know.
You're listening to The Album Drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca. that up for you fun for god is what we just heard emoji kush was before that don was the first one we played records out now on the, the band's label telephone explosion 
and uh, it's available on Bandcamp. So if you go to our website, thealbumdrop.ca, and uh, click on the page for episode 321, which will be right at the top, assuming you go now, then yeah, uh, you'll be able to listen to the record through Bandcamp and then click through and purchase uh, the version of it, whether it be digital or vinyl or whatever that suits your needs. Or you can wait until July 29th, uh, assuming you're in the Ottawa region, and you can go to House of Targ and check them out there. So that's, uh, that's how you do that. This is the album drop, and my name is Phil. Thank you very much for listening to our program. When we return, the music meltdown, breaking down what's happening in the world of music news, because there's a lot that happened this week. Plus, music from arguably one of the most influential voices in modern European punk. That alone should make you stick around. Plus, it's not going to be a very long break, so I don't really know what more I can tell you. Uh, Sit tight. More new music right after this. Stay tuned. Your home for new music will be right back. Why not use this opportunity to visit thealbumdrop.ca? The album drop continues right now. Here's your host, Phil Shurikawa. I wanna smash it off all the workers who spend hours. Now I've never been to Sweden. Um, but if I did, Umea, uh, a town in the uh, north east of uh, that particular country, would be one I, I absolutely have to check out. Uh, it's uh it's kind of a punk rock mecca, at least in the modern era. Um, and from it uh, comes Invasion, uh, a supergroup fronted by Dennis Likeson, who you may know from uh, his work in Refused. Uh, he's joined up front uh, by Sarah Almgren, who uh, he also worked with in uh, the International Noise Conspiracy. And there's a bunch of other uh, great punk musicians in this band as well. And in spite of the uh, the pedigree that they, br- they bring to this work, uh, Invasion uh, is, uh, is doesn't really doesn't really play the kind of punk rock uh, you would expect or that uh, I have alluded to in, uh, leading up uh, to this particular moment of the program. Um, unquestionably, still very much the words, uh, thoughts, visions, and ideas of a revolutionary. But at this point, uh, at this point in the game, it's a different approach than what we're used to. The record is called The Beautiful Stories and it's out now on Dine Alone. From it, we'll start with a tune called The Distance. This is brand new stuff from Invasion. That's on the album drop.
You're listening to The Album Drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca. Sweden. It's Invasion. And that was the first single off the record, The Beautiful Stories. It's called the This Constant War. We also heard The Distance before that, and the record is out now on Dine Alone Records. You can uh, you can you can check this band out uh, this, uh, I guess, technically the end of this summer when they come to North America. Wednesday, September 13th uh, is the, uh, the date of the closest show to us. That'll be in Toronto. Um, 
send me an email, phil at thealbumdrop.ca. If you're thinking about going, maybe we could carpool. It's not the craziest idea I've ever had. I want to go, but I don't really want to go by myself. So we'll see what happens there. This is the album drop, and uh, this is the part of the program where we like to look at what's happening in the world of music and new music. And we do so by doing this. The music world is always changing, and sometimes things slip through the cracks. The leader of one of rock's most gifted and promising bands, Nirvana, is dead, and this is the story as we know it so far. And the Grammy goes to the suburbs. Breaking news about the arrest of a popular Grammy-winning musician at his concert last night. The passing of George Harrison. The former Beatles prosecutors in Philadelphia have dropped their long-running fight to execute Mumia Abu-Jamal. From the pages of thealbumdrop.ca, this is the Music Meltdown. And this is the Music Meltdown for the third week of July 2017. And we start with potentially disturbing news out of the R&B world. An article from BuzzFeed posted earlier this week has really gotten some traction after claiming that multi-platinum recording artist R. Kelly is running some kind of cult organization for aspiring singers, allegedly grooming them as talent and holding them against their will as sex slaves. The article was written by Jim DeRogatis, and that's notable as he was the reporter who first brought awareness to the existence of a sex tape purported to contain images of Kelly having relations with a minor many years ago. The Rogatis writes that as many as six women are being held in homes rented by Kelly in the Chicago area and the outskirts of Atlanta. He also spoke with a woman that has since left the squad and has laid out the horrific details of life in this situation. Now, in response, naturally, R. Kelly has issued a statement through his lawyer categorically denying any wrongdoing. And TMZ spoke with one of the women whose family claims their daughter is a victim. Jocelyn Savage says that she's fine and reports of her situation have been greatly exaggerated. I'm 21, I'll be 22 in about five days, and I just mainly want to say that I'm in a happy place with my life, and I'm not being brainwashed or anything like that. You know, it just came to a point where it definitely has got out of hand. I just want everybody to know that I am totally fine. I'm happy where I'm at, and everything is okay with me. However... Her mother says that things aren't as sunny as Jocelyn says. My daughter is severely brainwashed. She's brainwashed to the point where she says anything that he asks her to say. She's not the same Jocelyn that we knew. I'm certain that we haven't heard the last of this. Speaking of things we haven't heard the last of, a rapper DMX has once again found himself in a courtroom after turning himself in to face charges of tax evasion. X spoke with reporters after leaving federal court on $500,000 bail Friday and says his faith has afforded him the strength to persevere through this troublesome ordeal, saying, quote, It's allowed me to not be scared of the situation and face it head on. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the quote. Um, of course, this, uh, are the wor- these are the words that uh, come from a, a man who once rapped. I got blood on my hands and there's no remorse. I got blood on my because I this isn't the first time that X, who goes by the name Earl Simmons when he's in the courthouse, uh, has faced legal trouble. His rap sheet is actually longer than the sheet that lists his hit rap songs. The government is looking for $1.5 million in back taxes from his success in the late 90s and early 2000s. Makes sense. I mean, someone's got to pay for that wall. Now, 
People like to give Juggalos, the extreme fans of rap group Insane Clown Posse, a hard time for their lifestyle and their appearance and that sort of thing. But sometimes that criticism is warranted. A Boston-area fan of the group created a tense situation last week when he showed up at the offices of a radio station looking to make a request. Let's hear some of this report from WBZ Boston's Ken McLeod. This guy had no intention of phoning in his request. He came here to deliver it in person with weapons. Now, at this point, police say they're not convinced that he threatened to harm anyone other than himself, but there is some debate about that. There is no debating that this was a crazy scene. Police pulled an axe and several large knives from the suspect's car. Witnesses were still trying to digest what they'd just seen. Just out of his mind, absolutely out of his mind this entire time. It began with 911 calls about a man in a red car brandishing weapons outside the KISS 108 radio studios, where he apparently tried unsuccessfully to request the song My Axe by the Insane Clown Posse, and then ranted about his failure to several passers-by outside. He got out of his car with a machete. A couple of girls were walking by and grabbed one of the girls and went up to her and said, you have to play the song for me, and was waving the machete in front of her. A heavily armed swarm of responding officers boxed in the suspect's red sedan outside the building, and the standoff began as the suspect drank beer and huffed something from a paper bag, at one point climbing out of his vehicle. They tried to get him to get down on the ground, and he refused, and he just told them, you're just going to have to kill me then. The negotiating officer was trying to get that song on the radio at one point, just so he would calm down. It took the better part of three hours, but police finally convince the suspect to surrender with only some minor self-inflicted cuts on his arms. That's almost as bad as the premise of the movie Airheads. But with a serious lack of Steve Buscemi. And apparently it wasn't financial mismanagement, lack of experience or any other logistical reason that last spring's fire Festival was a huge failure. No. Though festival organizer Billy McFarland is being charged with fraud, which, you know, it would make it seem like one of the reasons I listed a moment ago was kind of what happened, it would seem that it was actually something else altogether that led to the ill-fated festival's demise. Matt Skiba, founder of the band Alkaline Trio and current guitarist for the band that was scheduled to headline Firefest, Blink-182, says the reason that the festival didn't go down is because he decided he didn't want it to work out and he made it happen through black magic. Seriously. Skiba tells NME, quote, I had a bad feeling about that event. I consider myself a pagan and a witch. With every inch of my energy, I wanted fire not to happen. I put all the electricity and energy in my body against that thing happening. Unquote. And I made sure to check the date on the article. It wasn't April 1st. Skiba doubled down on the comments later in the interview, saying, quote, I used my witchy ways, and it seemed to work. I'll take responsibility, and everyone can blame me, unquote. Suddenly, former Blink-182 guitarist and current International UFO Congress Researcher of the Year, Tom DeLong, doesn't seem like the weird one. Also, don't get on Matt Skiba's bad side. It's a shame he didn't have that power in the emo game. And finally, the shortlist for the 2017 Polaris Music Prize was released last week, and the long list of 40 was whittled down to 10 finalists for the award that was designed to be given out to the best Canadian album of the year, regardless of style, genre, or critical or commercial success. 
And of course, once again, the dozens or so that are lucky enough to vote for this were able to come up with a very diverse list of selections, wonderfully snapshotting Canadian music while still being polarizing enough to elicit a response from just about everyone. I'm happy with it. We see some familiar voices, there are a few surprises on the list too, and we'll be spending the next nine weeks going over the list here on the album drop, and we do so like this. And now, the album drop presents... You may not uh, have heard of this artist, but people are paying attention. I didn't prepare a speech, and I'm sorry, but I'm glad that I didn't, because I'm not going to do this like everybody else does it. A look at one of the nominees for the Polaris Prize. And every year when the list comes out, there's always one band or one act that people say, oh, why did they get nominated? You know, they're already pretty famous or people know who they are or whatever. Totally forgetting about the premise and the reason that the award exists, which, as I said a moment ago, is to recognize the best in Canadian music. And as such, that's why Pleasure, the latest record from Feist, is one of the shortlist nominees for this award. Now, if you're a regular listener to to this program, you've heard uh, everything I've had to say about this record over the last few weeks. It's a wonderful collection of tunes. I don't know if it's the best record of the year, but I would not be surprised nor let down if it were to take home the big award. So that's uh, that's where we're going to start our look this week. Um, From the record Pleasure, this is Feist. I'm Not Running Away, and it's here on the album drop.
Pleasure. There's Feist, and I'm not running away. And of course, uh, back in 2012, Feist won the seventh Polaris Music Prize for the album Metals, which was actually the last record that she put out. So, needless to say, it would not be the craziest thing to assume that she could very well win the award again. Many of the jurors from 2012 are likely still voting here in 2017. We'll find out um, when the grand prize is awarded at the gala ceremony September 18th at uh, at a place called the Carlu in Toronto. Um, it'll also be broadcast online through the uh, Polaris Music Prize website, as well as cbcmusic.ca and probably on YouTube and Facebook like they did last year. I would advise you to uh, make sure you're comfortable because it's a long, long program. And I'd really like to be on the jury, so I will reserve any further um, feelings about uh, the way that broadcast is put together. I'll just say that it's very long. Our final piece of music for this week here on the Album Drop comes to us from a band uh, who used to call Ottawa home, but is now based out of Toronto. They're called Mets, and uh, they will be releasing a new record called Strange Peace. September 22nd through their label, Sub Pop Records. The record is already available for pre-sale through uh, Bandcamp. Sub Pop is very good about using Bandcamp, and I've put the player up on today's page at our website, thealbumdrop.ca. Not that you would need the incentive, because if you know what this band sounds like, then you know what this tune's going to sound like. Or at least you have a pretty good idea. Or at least you, you would hope that you do. And you would be right, because... These guys know what they want their music to sound like. And not much more needs to be said about that. Cellophane, brand new stuff from Mets, and it's here on the album drop.
their upcoming record Strange Peace out on Sub Pop Records September 22nd. That is brand new music from Mets called Cellophane, and you heard it here on the album Drop. Go to our website, thealbumdrop.ca, and you can stream that tune, and then you can click through the Bandcamp player, and you can pre-order the record, or one of the combo packages, maybe you can get the record in the t-shirt, or the record in the cassette, or something like that. Uh, and that way, it will be shipped to you as soon as it comes out, as will the digital download, so you won't have to wait for it. You'll have it right away. You're welcome. This has been the Album Drop. I'm Phil Shurikawa. Thank you very much for listening to our show. We'll be back in seven days with a brand new episode of this program. Until then, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Smell you later. This whole thing has gone on long enough. Bye. Have a beautiful time. If you missed anything or just can't get enough, check out thealbumdrop.ca. I'll be back. When will this insanity end? Can I finish? Please, can I finish? We'll be back next week. Okay, I'm finished.